and welcome to episode 11 of Creating with Camille. Uh, so this episode is going to be my personal experience and journey, I guess I'll say, that I don't mind sharing. And a few people have asked me about it, so I figured I would just put it here. It was not a podcast request, but I figured, why not? Like, let's just put it all out here. And the topic is what self-employment looks like. Um, so never in a million years did I think that I wanted to be my own boss. I honestly thought I'd end up in an office setting and eventually work my way to the top. I had this big dream that I'd be like the vice president and eventually retire and be like, okay, I did well for my family. Let's enjoy my life. Well, fast forward to now and that's not exactly the truth. Working for myself has honestly taught me the most and that's no task is too little. Uh, I've learned that in order to get the job done or raise funds, there is no such thing as being too good or too big. It's so important, especially when you're starting out, to realize that every task you do really has a compiling effect on your work. So everything kind of adds up to a bigger picture. And that really is important, especially when you're just figuring out what to do. You think, oh, that task is too small. No, it's not. Because if you don't do it, who will? And if you have not figured out how to automate it and do it yourself, it will not get done. So that is the experience that has been very humbling for myself because I try to do whatever it takes to make it work. And so that could be writing freelance, that could be taking other jobs to get the money in. Uh, Anything I can do to keep the business going when it was starting up and keep everything from falling apart, basically. That's the beauty of (laughs) self-employment. I'll touch more on that later on. So for me, uh, it's very interesting because I tend to procrastinate most of the first time on starting a project. And it's always that first step that gets me. It's like the most difficult barrier is starting. And I realize it's very much a mental thing. uh, Because that first step is not that difficult. Especially when you learn how to break up a project into multiple parts. And have mini goals. So it's less intimidating. And that for me just really made the difference. And made it easier for me to get going. But here is the thing that I learned drum roll. Uh, I don't even know if that was like Cardi B that wasn't drum roll. But (laughs) I found most challenging and freeing at the same time that you have to start sometime. So you better start now. Uh, Even within the past year, I realized that the work I created originally, my original first few books, they are not the caliber of writing I'm doing now. They're not the same length. The Words and sentences flow a lot easier now than when I was starting. And that's not to say that I'm ashamed of my work that I had put out at the beginning because I had really put in that time and effort and worked as hard as I possibly could at that point in time to produce that work. Now I have all the a better tool set. I'm not going to say all the tools because obviously I'm still very much new to this. But I have better tools. So obviously what I crafted a year ago is not the same I am doing right now. So 
there should not be a shame or stigma or fear about starting. And it's honestly something I've realized is that there's a big difference between the doers and the dreamers. So following that up, for me, no day is the same. And that's a good thing and a bad thing. I am someone who really craves structure. I loved and excelled at school. Um, So trying to do this on my own was a little bit different than what I had become familiar in a school setting with. So I really try to make an effort to have standard tasks that I do and accomplish every day in order to have a more predictable routine. So that's from daily emails to writing and reading. I try and allot myself certain times of the day and a certain amount of times to to do these tasks. But this personal experience really speaks to my craft as a writer. I'm generally creating two different concepts, two different ideas or so a day. And some of them are beautifully frustrating because a lot of them are just for personal use at the end of it and never see the public eye. And so that's a great part of art that I had to realize through this journey is that there's no right way and no set pattern for creation. I can't force a story to end when it feels convenient or when I'm tired. I can't wrap up a synopsis of a character just because I'm no longer in the mood to write. So it's a lot more about discipline and working and being more gentle on myself than I thought it would be. And so in many ways, it's kind of like being a captain and inventor of a boat, but you're also on that boat and you're kind of waiting to see every day if it still floats. And I promise you, I'm not an engineer and I have a horrible GPS. So we're going to just figure this out as we go. But (laughs) it's really more about practice. And it's a lot about having the guts to start in the first place. I promise. At least that's what I've learned so far is that it's very interesting to be able to have this experience. And the privilege, I would say, to be someone who's self-employed. So for me, anxiety really has a way of creeping in and blowing projects out of proportion, especially if I let that. So there isn't really a day that goes by where I feel completely secure in all of my growth or projects or the general direction of where I want to take my my writing. But what I have learned is that taking action and having the guts to start really separates the doers from the dreamers. Um, because putting skin in the game and having your neck on the line is not something I recommend for everyone. So if your goal is to be self-employed and have every day feel so easy and so great because you get to wake up early and do what you want and go to bed, this might not be for you because self-employment is going to get bumpy. Uh, but it's worthwhile, uh, if you're up for the challenge. And put in as much time and effort as possible because I do believe it is more work than a full-time job. And you can put as much or as little work into it and it's going to be exactly what you get in return. And that's blood, sweat, and a ton of tears in my personal experience. But I'm glad that I put in that effort and I only want to continue putting in more of that time. 
I'll be honest, uh, people really don't understand the amount of mental strength, time, or effort that goes into becoming your own boss. A lot of this is honestly mental uh, more than anything else because you have to try and keep yourself afloat, keep yourself calm, have a positive mindset, and keep going. It's really a long-term game, but it feels short-term when you wake up every day, if that makes sense. And I would say that only about 15% of your total effort will be visible. And that usually is just the payoff. So if you have a project that you've completed, great. That's what everyone sees, that finished product. Great. That's what everyone sees is your sales or your revenue. But what they're not seeing is the time it took to get that, the failure the amount of dead ends that took you to that eventual right one. Um, So only you would probably know the value of your time, the value of your efforts. Everyone else is just seeing what you put on the pedestal. So it could be demoralizing if you let other people's understanding of your work dictate your perception of yourself. So I would say avoid that. And just keep working and find a schedule that works for you. Uh, I know some people who wake up extremely early and uh, start their day at 4 or 5. And if you might be more like me, I really tend to work opposite. So I like to generally try and write from 9 p.m. to like 4 a.m. at the moment. And that's when the ideas come to me. But I'm also waking up and writing in the morning and getting those ideas out on paper and reading and checking emails during the day before trying to go into like a nighttime session. So it's kind of circular in nature for me, uh, except when I have like little breathers in between. And I really appreciate that, especially because I think it's great for a creative or artiste, a person who doesn't exactly have like a, I would say mathematic or uh, inclined brain that way to have a moment to themselves. I think it's a way I personally get better ideas. So you just have to keep in mind that what you do to get to the final product is not something that you can probably calculate uh, as time and effort for most people. When I have to go on a drive, when I have to go somewhere else to get inspiration, that's, for me, part of the job. But for a lot of people, that can be seen as me just going to a place for fun. And eh, maybe it's a two-for-one deal, I'll be honest, but it it has the end goal in mind. Uh, So that's another thing to think about. So if you have that drive and that hunger to go out on your own and make a name for yourself, this might be for you like it is for me. Of course, I can only speak to my personal experience, but I will say this is a lifestyle I do not want to change anytime soon. I found self-employment for me is a way I can continue growing and pushing myself to be the very best version of where I want to be in the future. And I found it very difficult and freeing at the same time. I have honestly not been more scared or unsure about what I'm doing than right now. I always understood what I was doing in school. There was always set markers of success, set guidelines, syllabuses, things I could hold on to that were tangible to marker my success and marker my goals. 
And that's, I, I won't get into it, but I just think school is not the same as the real world on that. So I would not say that to be self-employed would require traditional schooling. This is just more about your drive to learn, uh, your drive and your passion to be committed to your cause. Uh, I would not feel bad or even be concerned if you did not graduate from university. Uh, This is just more about your journey of making something from yourself that you can share with the world. And for me, my personal experience with traditional schooling was that it was completely and is still completely different than what I am doing now. It's very much, I might have learned maybe, I don't know, discipline from that structure that can take into this now. But it's very much the time and effort and where I want to take my day is very much on me. And so I have to make my own goals and make my day how I see fit. And honestly, it's not one size fits all. So that's the beauty, I think, of being self-employed. That's the beauty of creating your own work is that you can tailor it for yourself and for me I found that amazing so if you would like that I would encourage you to try it out Uh, but once again it's not something for everyone because I would say I've worked harder now in one year than I worked all of four years in college but I really like it so I'll let you guys know where I am and keep you guys updated. And thanks for tuning in for this episode of Creating with Camille.